understanding a patient's socioeconomic status can inform the healthcare professionals of certain services that can help the patient better understand a health risk. You're welcome. My name is Olainka Aremu, your nurse coach Ola. And today's episode will be talking about social determinants of my health. Remember, this is the second episode of seven series uh, from a nurse patient experience of being a patient. This is my story and I hope to explore what it means to be a patient and how understanding of the patient experience can be used by health services and healthcare professionals to improve the care transition experiences of patients and eventually ensuring positive health outcomes. Just to introduce myself, my name is Ola Inkaremu again. I'm a PhD student at the Trinity College Dublin and a clinical nurse manager too, uh, acting in the role of a patient flow outreach manager with the HSE. A little disclaimer there before I continue, just that this is an independent podcast and it is not linked directly or indirectly whatsoever to any hospital, any organization, or any any firm. So it's an independent pro, uh, program, like I said, and the intention is just to, uh, I hope that I c- we can, you know, work with partners, healthcare uh, practitioners across the sector on future projects uh, to explore them and look for new ways to improve care transition experiences of patients and eventually ensure positive health outcomes. So you're welcome to my podcast. Again, my name is Ola Inkarim. So if you haven't listened to the first episode, so the first episode of this being the patient series, the first episode was the patient complaints and a story. And with that, just a little going back there just for you to understand where we are coming from. Uh, it just gave, I, I was able to share my individual you know, accounts of my healthcare experience as a patient, what my complaints was, and you know, how I felt like my complaints as a patient was handled uh, by healthcare professionals, how I felt like, uh, you know, how I actually experienced misdiagnosis, which I felt was as a result of healthcare professionals not really uh, taking into account my complaints and my stories specifically. So that if you want to go back to that, you can just go back to that uh, episode and listen to it. And what we intend to to get from you as uh, healthcare professionals or as patient or as the public is what's your view about this? How can we improve, you know, patient care transition? How can we make sure that the patient has positive health outcomes in all of this? All right. So let's go to today's episode. Welcome back. So today's episode, like I said, is talking about the social determinants of my health. Remember, this is my story and I'm using my story, you know, to draw inferences and see how we can improve on the patient's health. So it is very important that training physicians, nurses and other healthcare professionals to address the social determinants of health is considered uh, one of the key priorities for promoting more 
I'll say equitable health outcomes for patients, their families, and the community as a whole. WHO defines social determinants of health as follows. It says the conditions in which people are born, grow, work, live, and age, and the wider set of forces and systems shaping the conditions of daily life. These social determinants of health can include factors such as income, social supports, education, gender, housing, and so on. So I'll go straight to my story there. So when I got admitted into the hospital for surgery, at least the, the main the main reason was I need to undergo a surgery. And there were a lot of, you know, a lot of back and forth discussion about uh, you know, consideration for the surgery or not, having to do repeated tests and repeated procedures, which I'm going to be talking about in another episode. So the old the old situation kind of becomes so overwhelming for me. And to be honest, I was in pain. I was in excruciating pain. I was in very deadly pain and I felt I was going to, you know, pass on. But above or much more than this pain, I would say covering this pain or whatever I was going through were key social determinants, uh, key factors, key issues that I felt were very important to my health decision or to supporting my health decision. So one of the, main, one of the things where I thought the costs of healthcare I know I live uh, in a developed country uh, where healthcare seems to be more structured than compared to other, you know, developing countries. But as a person, I had that it was a burden on me, was a kind of pressure on me, kind like a very significant like, how much will this cost me? Now. Just a brief uh, detail about what I considered or how I summarized the social determinant of my health. I am a nurse and at that time I was working as an agency nurse and you know what it means to work as an agency nurse. That means you only work, you only get paid when you work, you don't have any sick, sick pay or if you being sick or anything. So. And as an immigrant as well, I have no medical card. Uh, that means like I have to pay out of pocket or get an, have an insurance. And I do, at that time, I do not have any health insurance, which like I know there should be another talk about that health insurance, especially even as an healthcare provider, as an healthcare professional myself, I had no health insurance. Well, if you ask me why, I can explain to you later. It's just because when you look at all these costs, sometimes you're so much, uh, you know, you are so much focused, you're so much uh, thinking about all the bills, like so many bills, and then how much will I have to pay for health insurance? And you look at it again, like, I don't want to go into that today, but what I'm trying trying to tell you is that I had issues. I had no medical card. I, uh, 
but being in that hospital at that moment felt like I wasn't making money. I don't know how long I was going to be in the hospital. I had no work because I wasn't working. I was just doing agency nurse. And how can how am I be how will I be able to afford to pay for my stay in the hospital? Now, those were some of the issues that was that was bothering my heart, like it was so much burden. I missed the pain I was going through. I miss every all my all of my complaints. Apart from that, I have two kids, and at that time, I believe my husband was stressed. I have little friend support, so thinking about all that again kind of bothered me in the more. How can I be on the sick bed? I happen to be. I would say, um, like, how can I be on the sick bed when I have children, when I have my husband, and I felt so much pressure. I was in pain, severe pain. Well, the, it looks initially they said it looks more like appendicitis. So I wrote down this a script while I was hospital, trying to you know divert, get my smile off the pain, and I was writing what I'm what I'm saying now. You know, the doctors were not so sure of what the diagnosis was, and you know the scans were inconclusive, but yet. A surgery was scheduled for like you know laparoscopy just to see what exactly is going on in there and I just wonder where on the list I am you know when you're waiting for surgery you're waiting for a decision it was taking too long I felt like my health was not prioritized I felt like you know they had to be extra push I felt like there were delays in decision making and the more delay the more I have to wait in the hospital and the more I have to wait in the hospital, the more I have to pay. So all of these were, were, you know, were just right there in my brain. I felt like they were just giving me painkillers, you know, to suppress the pain. I, I, how long will I have to wait? I, I, at, a mom, at, a mom, I, at that time, I was even thinking, could this be, you know, some racism i actually experienced racism as a patient you know that's a topic for another day so all these are were social determinants of my health status as a patient even though i am a nurse i felt like the more i spend the more time i spend in the hospital the more i have to pay and that alone was pain in my heart and even amidst all my pain. Meanwhile, like I said, I have no job. I am a student, an international student. I am a parent. I am a student parent. My life was perfect until that time. And I just hope everything could just be over. So that's just a brief story about, you know, what I considered or the things I consider the social determinant of my health. Now, let's talk about this generally and see what inference we can draw from this. There's a strong evidence from around the globe that people who are poor or less educated have more health problems and die earlier than those who are richer and more educated. Well, there might be disparities, you know, around this based on country-wise or, you know, the 
how developed the country is. But I want to say that before we can make impact on health equity and provide what we call more patient-centered care, it is very important that we understand and address the socioeconomic uh, or social determinant of health of our patient. While I was in the hospital, you know, at a point I I had to tell the nurses that I do not want to take any more painkiller. Just because I felt like the, the pain, they were just trying to suppress the pain. I just wanted quick interventions so that I could leave the hospital as soon as possible to avoid pain more. So it is very important that we don't just avoid asking about, you know, some social issues. Like I wish somebody, I wish somebody had asked me, do you have a medical card? How do you intend to pay, you know, for your hospital bill? And, you know, try to talk, talk around that issue with me. Maybe just to allay my anxiety and my fear. Maybe that could have helped. So it is very, very important. Very, very important. So how are social determinants or linked to health outcomes? And if you're listening to this, I want you to please drop down a comment, you know, contribute to this. If you are an healthcare professional, I will really, really love your input in this. Either you you just uh, sign up to come up on this uh, on this podcast just to share, you know, your own contribution to this question. So I have about a quick uh, some questions. The first one is, how are social determinants linked to health outcomes? I've explained some of my. It, it definitely affects decision. Uh, I could as well said, well, I don't want to have this surgery again, and that could have ended my life because I definitely needed a surgery. But because I was, you know, I was focusing more on how much I have to pay, you know, on all those other issues. I have family at home and no medical insurance and, you know, no medical card. Those things were kind of almost affecting my decision regarding my health. So that's kind of a way that the social determinants are linked to health outcomes. If we don't address the social determinant of health, it might lead to you know negative health outcome on the patient, and as well, like it's it's going to say a lot of things about you know the care the, the care uh, input that we give as healthcare professionals. Now, the second question is, how can healthcare professionals influence social determinants? There are many ways that uh, healthcare professionals can take action on social determinants of health of the patient. There are so many. I'll just focus more on at the patient level, okay? So, like I said, if you have any opinion or any contribution, please feel free to drop Healthcare professionals can better support patients faced with social challenges by asking about their social history, providing them with advice, referring them to, you know, support services or facilitating access to these services as well. Uh, Coincidentally, or I would say fortunately, I got a new role and presently I'm working as a patient flow 
uh, outreach manager, what popularly known as a discharge coordinator. And we, you know, on a daily basis, I come across social issues that affect patient, you know, health that could actually influence their health outcome. So it is important that, you know, we, we are able as healthcare professionals to identify these these social issues that may influence the health of patients. Failure to identify these hidden social challenges can lead to misdiagnosis and a path to inappropriate investigations. You know, I told you that I was I, I, I was almost telling the nurse, I actually told the nurse, I don't want a painkiller again. I feel like you're just suppressing my pain. Can you just take me to the theater, do whatever you want to do and let me get a hell, a, a hell out of here. Yes, those were my words. And that was because every other thing I was I was thinking of were kind of more important to me than what I was, you know, going through at that moment. So if we don't deal with this, if we don't identify this issue, it can actually lead to misdiagnosis. You know, um, in, I know that all patients struggle, you know, all patients struggle with one social challenge or the other, and we they require support in various stages in their lives, you know. But asking patients about their social challenges is very important, and we also need to do this as healthcare professionals in a sensitive and caring way, you know. So it's very important that we are able to ask, you know, patient about potential social challenges in a sensitive and culturally acceptable way you know very very important like i said i did experience racism as a patient i did so uh that's just a story for another day it is asking about these issues in a caring way is important in its own right so uh, we should make patients feel more forthcoming. You know, if we if we show empathy and compassion as healthcare professionals, patients will be more forthcoming about their symptoms and concerns. Patients will yield more, you know, with the accurate diagnosis. Uh, you know, this will yield more accurate diagnosis and better care and overall lead to a therapeutic interaction that will directly affect patient recovery. Another way I, I think uh, healthcare professionals can, you know, influence this, this uh, positive change is by referring patients and helping them assess benefits and social support. Like I said, if only had somebody out of, you know, one of the healthcare professionals there could ask me, why don't you want a painkiller? Why, you know, just a little bit of more information getting from the patient and saying and i have to say oh i don't i'm i'm scared you know i'm very nervous i'm very worried about how much i have to pay because i don't have you know maybe they could have you know kind of shared more information point me to the right service and say well this is what we can do how about this how about that you know it is very important Beyond referral, healthcare professionals can advocate for individual patient. You know, either you want to, whichever way we do this every every time in my role, I do the every day advocating for patient. You know, trying to get them support services that will help. Them. And to be honest, 
this goes a long way, you know, to 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 promote the patient health. All right. So again, we've been talking about the social determinant of health of a patient in this in this line i'm talking about my story my experience as a patient what were the, the social determinants of my health so i'm going to conclude this by first of all uh encouraging healthcare professionals out there if you're listening to this or if you're not if you want to share with any healthcare professional and you want you have an idea you want to drop or you want to also you know come up and be my guest on this particular series talking about being the patient please feel free you know to send me an email um you know at noscoshola at gmail.com or you can go to admin at noscoshola.com i really appreciate it now let's conclude Although addressing the social determinants of health can require a broad range of actions, and some of these actions can involve collaboration of multiple sectors. Like I said, as a, as a discharge coordinator, I, I liaise, I collaborate with different healthcare professionals at every different levels just to see how I can facilitate you know, patient movement and flow within the hospital and ultimately, you know, when they are about to be discharged. So in this line, it is very important that, you know, healthcare professionals, we we pay attention to the social determinant of the health of our patient. By so doing, we will be uh, addressing some issues that might affect their health decisions and ultimately, you know, promoting their health outcome as well. So, uh, I'm going to conclude on that. Again, we've been talking about social determinant of health, and this is the Being the Patient series. It's a seven series, and hopefully the next time, we'll be talking about another topic, another episode. Do you want to guess what the topic of the next episode will be? Please drop it in the chat box and let me know. Again, my name is Olayin Karimun. It's been a pleasure, you know, sharing this with you. I hope to hear from you very soon. Have a lovely day.